Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I have a special guest here with me today. Um, Judith is on a long term, well, I'm not sure how long, but she's away for the next few weeks uh, dealing with uh, a family member who's ill. So please keep her in your thoughts and prayers. But in the meantime, I have some fun guest coaches coming on the show with us. So today I have Tammy Helfrich. Tammy, you want to introduce yourself to our, our, our listeners? Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I love being on other people's podcasts. Yeah. I host a, a podcast called Intentional Life myself, and I am a life coach. I help women to really get out of their own way, to figure out what is keeping them from the life that they want, the business that they want. And we work together to intentionally work towards that. And so I'm really happy to be here and I'm looking forward to talking with you today. Yeah, it's a great fit. I work with women who have imposter syndrome. And so in many ways, our work overlaps. Definitely. So this is going to be fun. And today we're going to talk about living intentionally. Yes. So you want to get us started with just talking about what it means to live intentionally? Yes. So intention is really just a, um, a, a way for you to think about and to intentionally decide how you want to show up in the world and how you want to be, who you want to be. And so some people would call it an aim or a purpose. Um, mm -hmm. The way that I look at it is many of us just think that life happens to us all the time. And that's yeah. just simply not the case, right? We know that life happens for us. And so that's what we help our clients do. How do we really decide, first of all, what works for me? And then how do I learn to be more intentional in my decisions, in my actions, in my mm -hmm. thoughts? How do I learn how to do what works for me? And that's what I love to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love this because uh, I think you're right. People, people want to live intentionally. They have this idea, but our brains work in these stories. And so that's the way our brains understand our lives. And so many people who first come to coaching, they want to be the victims or they don't want to be, but that's how they've written the story in their mind that they're the victim and living intentionally is all about figuring out how to move out of that victim mentality and take control, be your hero, or, yeah. you know, at least be in control of your story. Yes, definitely. And I think that's so natural because I think that's kind of how we're all conditioned as mm -hmm. we grow up that we should be the victim. And if people don't treat us the way that we want them to treat us, and if they don't do things the way that we want them to do, then it's their fault, right? Because it's yeah. really easy to blame someone else for our lives. Sure. And you see all kinds of examples, right? There, there's, there's honesty in that, that sometimes people have had really rough lives, mm -hmm. but then you also see people who have had really difficult circumstances who have overcome that and who have chosen to intentionally create a different life. And so for me, um, always going back to like the power of choice and choosing, because regardless of what is happening to us, maybe we have some difficult things happening. Mm -hmm. We still always get to choose how we respond to that. Yeah. And that's where the intention comes in. It doesn't mean that life is going to be amazing all the time and that you're not going to have challenges. It just means you get to decide how you show up with that. Right. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think about that, you know, sometimes people think that, um, I don't know, people have told me that I'm so optimistic all the time. I have a Pollyanna kind of attitude and I don't think that, that that's where it really comes from. It's not just believing that everything's going to be good because I know that there are going to be challenges. That's, that's how we grow. Right. Right. But it's that decision that I'm going to make something happen out of whatever the difficulty is, yes. you know, knowing that I don't have to sit in it and play the victim to it. Right. Right. And I think also one thing that's been coming up with a lot of my clients recently too, is that it's still also, it doesn't mean not feeling those feelings or the frustration or the, um, the grief sometimes that comes with difficult challenges. And it doesn't yeah. mean pretending that they're not there. It just means learning how to intentionally decide to look at it in a way that is more helpful for you. Yeah. So, so how do you teach people to, to take that awareness, to start becoming aware of their choices? So I think you just said it. Awareness, I think is such a huge piece for my clients. I'm always bringing them back to this because I think we want to completely discount awareness Mm -hmm. because we're all intelligent. We all, we all know all the things, right? We read the books. We, we know how we should act, right? (laughs) But (laughs) we know what we should think. Yeah. But we are, like you said, our brains are tricky. They want to tell us stories. So awareness is such a huge piece because the reality is you can't change something if you're not aware of it. And Mm -hmm. so you have to start noticing and um, people will call this, you know, kind of be becoming more of an observer of your Uh thoughts and of your life. And I also tell people, typically, you know what it is. If there's something that you want to change, you're probably pretty aware of it. Now, whether you're paying attention to it or not is the difference, right? Because a lot of times we just want to numb it or we want to act like it's not there. And, um, but you always get to decide. I think that's the really important part. When you start to become aware of maybe how you're talking to yourself, or maybe it's Mm -hmm. a behavior that you want to change, Um, The key is to just look at it with lots of curiosity instead of judgment, because we always typically want to go right to judgment and beating ourselves up. And most of the time people are not motivated by that. Yeah, (laughs) I know I'm not. And so learning to just look at it with curiosity and being aware of it Mm -hmm. is the first step, I think. Yeah, I, uh, I actually had a client who um, came to me recently and she was talking about, um, she's having an issue with impulse spending over the course of the pandemic. You know, I think a lot of people have had this happen. We sit there, Amazon's right there. We don't get to go out and see anybody else, but somebody can deliver something to our door every day. And she said that she realized um, over the course of the last year that she spent enough on Amazon And, you know, places like that to actually take a really nice vacation when this pandemic is over. Mm -hmm. But because I guess the impulse to do that overtook her intention of saving, her long-term intention of saving, um, then that went out. And she, you know, that's one of the things that we wanted to work on was how she could create an awareness uh, in those moments not to reach for that short-term gratification. 
Yes. Yes. And maybe asking herself, what is she thinking about mm-hmm. that is causing her to do that? Right? right. And what does she want? I think so much of this also, I know for my clients is we don't even ask ourselves what we want. So she might right. not have said, I really want to go on a vacation when this is all over. Exactly. Now she realizes, oh, but I could, I could, and our mm-hmm. brains always want to tell us, you know, especially I think when it comes to money, the, you know, the easy story is just, oh, well, I can't afford it. Or I, we, you know, I, I couldn't do that, but that's a great example of she really could have. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now that's one of the things she's working on is in budgeting and looking at those long-term goals. What can she do with her life? It opens up all kinds of choices, yeah. just being intentional. Yes. Yes. And I think that's so important because I think that we, again, we just want to tell ourselves stories that we can't do certain things or that it's right. not possible. Mm-hmm. And that awareness, and, and sometimes it is, sometimes we start to become aware of things that we're not ready to change yet. Mm-hmm. And so that's okay too. But even just being aware, like I always tell my clients, um, really getting, having a a safe space to get honest with yourself. Cause I think Mm -hmm. that's part of the problem. We don't get honest with ourselves about the little purchases that we're making that could lead up to something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Or with weight loss, the little bites, Yes. you know, walking in, I I've talked about this before, but, um, when I first started my weight loss journey, the thing that I noticed first was that I would walk in the door from, from school every day. And I would stop right there at the pantry because I had to walk past the pantry into the kitchen, you know, to put my things down and move on and just creating that awareness that I need to take a new path in the house Yes, and stop myself and think what, what is my goal here? It's not to shove something in my mouth. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that was more really starting to learn how to listen to my body. I feel like I was disconnected Mm -hmm. from my body for so long. And so really learning to ask myself, am I really hungry? (laughs) Because the majority of the time I am not hungry. (laughs) I'm just bored or I'm telling myself that I, that I need that. I deserve a break. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what mine was. And yeah. and I I eventually learned that, you know, in that case I was tired from the day from from the from being anxious and trying to get everything done and and I needed to rest. Yes. And so, yes. that's a great point too because I know for me, you know, they talk a lot about like decision fatigue. Yes. And that ties into that, right? So if you're making decisions all day long, and then you come home and you're tired, the last thing you want to deal with is food, right? And so we can take that to the same um, idea of being intentional, right? If you can Mm -hmm. learn to be intentional about your decisions, you're not going to have so much of that um, decision fatigue, right? Because then you're going to be saying like, no, I'm intentionally choosing to do this thing. Mm -hmm. My choice. It's not only empowering, it also is just helpful for that as well. Oh, yeah. 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 It, 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 changes everything I think right right. so one of one of the ways that um, I have my clients start deciding what it is they even want to look at is through journaling and I know that people who listen every week they're they're laughing right now because I I talk about journaling all the time and it's not that journaling in itself solves everything 
But so many times we don't take the time to really think about what are these areas I need to work on? What are the things I really want in my life? So are there things that, that you have your clients, do you have them journal or do you have them do any kind of daily reflection or meditation? Yes, I'm a big journaler as well. So I do tell them to write it down because I also think there's so much power in the getting it out of your head. Yes. You know, in your head, it's this big thing, even if it comes to <laughs> like a tornado spinning around. <laughs> totally. Like overwhelm. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. They have all these things yeah. to do. Okay, let's write it down. Yeah. And then usually when you write it down, it's like five things and not a hundred. And I'm guilty right. of that. This has been something that I've done. So yeah, journaling. Um, I definitely uh, I have done some meditations on my podcast meditation and breath work and energy work has become a big part of my work as well. And so, um, and whatever that looks like for you, cause that could be like, for me, I love to be in nature. And so a lot of times it's not like, I'm just sitting down and just meditating. I'm soaking in the energy of nature while I'm walking or moving. Right. Um, so yeah, journaling. Um, and, and for me, I think a lot of, and for a lot of my clients, it's really just starting to pay attention to this and then questioning some of them, mm-hmm. questioning some thoughts that are coming up, yeah. questioning some of the beliefs of like, I could never do this. Right. What if you could, what if, what if there's a possibility? Can you even believe in the possibility? Yeah. 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 And breaking that down into some doable steps. Yes. You know, like my client, she would have if, if I had said, why don't you plan a nice vacation? Oh, I, I can't afford that. Well, guess what? Right. She could. Right. So then that becomes um, so much fun to dream about. Right. You know, right. Create, I don't know, some people like to do vision boards. Some people just like to write down their goals. But however you do that, once you realize those things that you have the power to do, than being able to, to have a vision for that and look forward to it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think, um, for my clients, I always really focus a lot on helping them figure out what they really want, because I think when it comes to, you know, motivation and self-improvement and self-empowerment, there's, everybody has a different opinion about what you should should do or what you shouldn't do. And the biggest key, at least in my own journey, what has been so helpful is me deciding this is what works for me. And it doesn't mean it it has to work for you. I don't prescribe a certain thing, you know, like I'll suggest things like you said, but for my clients, it's like, like I have a um, client who is in network marketing. And one of the things we really worked, she's got some baggage around just that idea of selling network marketing. Mm -hmm. And So what we had to work on with her was figuring out like, how do you do this in a way that feels right for you and is in alignment with you because you love this product. It, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it the way that they're telling you to do, because that feels out of alignment and that feels yucky to you. And so that was a big turning point for her to figure out, yeah, I can do this in a way that makes sense for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes back to the, I I think kind of where we started with living intentionally, you have to figure out what are those values that are important to you? Yes. Um, I used to, I used to work in business um, and I would, I was teaching as an adjunct at the time and I was in sales and I would tell people, I am not a salesperson. I am an educator Mm. because the, you know, the selling idea was very hard for me, but I could totally get behind education and teaching someone the value of what, you know, what I was offering. 
Right. So just being able to, like you said, to get that in alignment. Yeah. Yeah. And just figuring out what works for you and being okay with it. I think that's, again, that part of it is people think that there's a certain way that you have to do everything. And the more right. you can get in touch with what feels right for you, yeah. that's where the magic happens, I think. Yeah, I, I see that with my students a lot. And I see it um, with in, in coaching, people want a recipe, they want a guide um, for how to do things. And it's just, you know, they think that you're, that you're, I don't know, that you're trying to con them when you tell them there's no how, but there's really not because my how is going to really look different than your how, because my values are different. My time is different. My focus is different. Yes. And so understanding that that's not a con, that's a real answer. You have to figure that out. That, that is the journey. That is the education. Yeah. And I think, I mean, again, I always tell my clients, like, it's no wonder we all think that that's kind of how we've all been trained for our life. Right. We've been told there is an answer. I have a lot of clients that we work on the black and white thinking. It's either this or that. Well, what if there's all this thing, these things in the middle that you haven't even discovered yet that might work for you. Right. And so again, just recognizing that, oh, okay, it's possible there might be something in the middle of those two answers that works for me that feels a heck of a lot better yes. than the black or white. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's really important. Um, again, just giving yourself lots of great, so much of my work with my clients is helping them learn how to give themselves grace yes. instead of beat themselves up. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I think as women, we are socialized, like you said, to, to go to that immediately. And, and that's something that I have, I know that's probably the thing that I've worked on most is not having that constant judgment of myself of just saying, Hey, it's, you know, it's part of the journey and I'm learning from it. Yes. Yes. And I think that's how we learn to live more intentionally is by figuring those things out, figuring Mm -hmm. out what works for me, what doesn't work for me. Like there's lots of things that are perfectly fine that aren't really helpful for me. Right. Right. And so being intentional about that, um, there, I think it just helps you also kind of, um, get more in alignment with who you are, but then also to do whatever it is that you are supposed to bring to the world. Right. You can't do that unless you're learning how to do what works for you and doing it in a very intentional way, I think. Love yeah. this. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's leave listeners with our call for action. What is um, an area that, or what's something that you recommend that they yeah. get started with? Yes. I always love to do a call to action. So I would say for those listening, as you've been hearing us talking, most likely there was something that was coming up for you. That's coming to your attention and to your awareness. So think about one small area of your life. It doesn't have to be a gigantic area. It can be one small little thing that you want to learn how to be more intentional about. And it might be just asking yourself, is this working for me or is this not working for me? And then how can I start to be more intentional about it? How can I decide ahead of time and on purpose how I want to be in this particular area, whether like it might be like your client for um, what she's shopping and paying attention to her budget. Mm -hmm. It might be with your health. It might be 
in your business, um, you know, showing up consistently every day in your business and being intentional in that, whatever it is for you, think of one little thing and don't think of like a hundred things to do. Just think of one (laughs) and practice it this week. Yeah. Yeah. Having that constraint, I think sometimes can be the challenge because we want to pick out, you know, one big thing and then fix it overnight. Yes. (laughs) Break it down into those doable pieces and pick one really small piece that you can be consistent and that you can honor that commitment to yourself to do that every day. Yes. Yes. Cause we, again, we always want to think it's the big things, but it really is those small little daily practices that help to change us and to change our perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Tammy, this has been so fun. Thank you so so much. Thank you for having me. This has been great. And again, if people want to get in touch with you for coaching, how can they do that? Yeah. So you can find me at, uh, everything's at my website, TammyHelfrick.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. And then my podcast is called Intentional Life with Tammy Helfrick. And you can find it on iTunes and pretty much anywhere that you can find your podcast. Awesome. And if you uh, want to get in touch with me for coaching, you can go to SoniaGreenCoaching.com and find, you can schedule a session there. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye.